Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode number 18 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Spicer. Today, we are taking control of profit. We're discussing what profit essentially means for your business, determining the factors that you can control that lead to profit, and ways that you can analyze that. So today, I'm joined again by CPA, CGMA, and co-owner, Katina Peters. Hi, Megan. Hello. And we're talking about profit for the next couple episodes here. Today, we're you know taking control. And then next week, we're actually talking to John Moriarty from E3 Wealth about options for investing if you have additional profit, which hopefully you do. So we're talking to him about some tactics and ways that you can take advantage of that. So I'm excited to hop into theme here of profit. Great. Well, I thought maybe we would start with just a simple definition of profit. And, um, you know, typically, again, obviously, most business owners are pretty focused on profit, so they probably know what that means. Um, But we just want to cover all the bases here. So, you know, profit is what's left over after we've paid all of our expenses out. It's the residual remaining in the business. And there are things in this that uh, can be controlled and things that are little harder to control. So we're going to take a look at that. But uh, again, we want to be focused on these things in order to be able to improve profit. You know, we got to really analyze what's going on and have a good understanding of these different factors that go into profit so that we can, you know, make adjustments, make shifts, do whatever we need to do to help uh, maximize that as much as possible. Perfect. And there's four specific factors that you have that we can determine profit and that we can control that are important for us to pay attention to. So, and I know in a few weeks too, we'll be talking about the four ways to grow your business. And I know we've offered that in a couple of episodes, but we'll be kind of breaking that down in episode number 20. Sure. And again, I just want to bring up the whole uh, remember the why and, you know, what we're, what our goal is in business. Uh, we want to just kind of always stay focused on that as we're going through all of these things and making sure that, uh, you know, we're not losing sight of that. Yes, we want profits to be healthy in a business, but we don't necessarily want to lose ourselves uh, in the almighty dollar either. Um, so let's uh, always keep that in mind and um, being true to ourselves and to what we're trying to accomplish as well in the lifestyle that we want to live. So that all being said, you know, we talked uh, previously in episode 15 about the SWOT analysis and the internal and external factors to that. So that's this is a kind of touch a little bit again on on that type of an analysis and what we're looking at there. So we're looking at things like price, you know, what we're charging, obviously, for the service or product, quantity being the volume that we're producing. And then we've got our cost side, you know, variable and fixed uh, costs involved there too. So there's a few different, you know, things to take a look at from that perspective. Okay. So before we dive into those four factors, one of the things that we want to bring up is that 
the SWOT analysis that we discussed back in episode 15 uh, could be really helpful if you haven't done that yet for your, your business in going through these factors and shifting focus to profit and what you can do. So go back, listen to episode 15 and complete that for your business first, because you can utilize that moving forward with this episode and, and taking control of profit. Okay, great. So uh, jumping in uh, to the four categories here that we're going to be talking about. So we're going to be talking about price and what we're charging, the quantity or volume that we're producing, and looking at the cost side of our variable and fixed costs, because that's a lot of the factor, the main factors, I guess, that go into what drive your, your profits in the business. So price is a pretty, you know, straightforward. We don't probably need to define that too much, but you know, there's a lot of things that go into developing your price point. And, you know, we're going to talk a little Mm -hmm. bit more around that because obviously you want to be charging as much um, as you can as a business for what you're producing. uh, As long as you're still, you know, competitive and able to drive customers in your directions. And then there's a couple different things to look at from that perspective. You know, you need to look at your building up method, for example, looking at the costs underneath, you know, what is it costing you to be in business to produce this service to, you know, be able to cover everything and produce what you need. So you need to understand those costs first, which we'll talk a little bit more about the costs later, but you need to understand those and make sure that you're marking it up enough so that you're covering and producing what you need to as a business to sustain and, and survive and thrive. So there's that. You also have uh, the current market rates, you know, what's, what's going on out there in the industry? What, you know, what are your, what are your competitors charging? How are you different than your competitors? You know, so if you're, you know, going to be a low price leader and, and undercut, or if you're, which we don't necessarily recommend, but you're, if you're going to go just be really competitive, or if maybe you're going to price a little higher than your competition. And in order to do that, then you need to differentiate yourself and show the value of why you're pricing higher than the competition, why somebody should come to you, what they can get from you that is better than what they could get elsewhere. So having that unique core differentiator, UCD, as they like to call them, having that available and having good storytelling around that to highlight, you know, how that can impact them and what it could do for them. Again, that can help you set that price as well. Yeah. So there's that tension between those two sides of things too, right? Because you have your own internal costs and your own analysis of how much does this take to produce this service or product or whatever it may be? How much time does it take me? How much, whatever, you know, it may be. And then on the other side, you have what the market's telling you, you can charge for that. So you have to find a happy medium in between that, that works well for your business that will equate to a profit. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And those are kind of, I mean, the basics that go into price pointing um, as far as how you can develop that. And obviously there's uh, other market research and things like that, that you can do to, you know, help you determine how successful you might be at different price points. Perfect. And then number two, we have quantity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so quantity is uh, a couple kind of, we have two different versions, I guess, of quantity in here. So, you know, how many clients or patients or what have you 
that you have. So first of all, you just have a maybe a larger number. You want to increase the number of clients or accounts that you have, et cetera. So, so there's quantity from that perspective. And then there's quantity of services per customer or client. So, mm-hmm. you know, upselling different services. If they, you know, are coming to you for one service, recognizing where there may be a need and a complementary service that they would want um, and, you know, communicating that well to them so that if it's something that, that can really benefit them, they're going to go forward and go ahead and do that. So, you know, the, the better you can do per customer, the less administration typically that goes into all of that as well. So you always want to take a look at, you know, what do you have currently in your client base and what could they need and be able to move up levels as well as looking at potentially expanding your customer base. And all of this is coming from a place of service and making sure that you're providing what they need to better their own situation. Because if you can provide a service that maybe they're missing and they need to increase their business, you're doing them a disservice by not offering it to them or letting them know that that's available because they may not even know that that's an option too. So not necessarily you know, pushing things on them. That's not what we're talking about here. We want to look at where can we serve our clients or patients better to improve their situation. Just coming from a place of service rather than looking at it typically as quote unquote sales. Right. And I think it's hard sometimes for people to take that stance in in our own minds we we get a little like oh I don't want to be that salesperson that's pushy and annoying and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all those kinds of things but but we don't have to be that way but if we're truly if we truly care about our clients and customers then we're gonna maybe look a little deeper into who are they what are their needs how can we best service them and if we have something again we're, we're the experts in our field so we're probably going to know what they need more than they know with regards to our services so we want to make sure that we're offering that benefit to them because it can definitely open their eyes maybe they don't even know that that was an option or that that was something that could help them so we want to look at it from that perspective so you know to your point we're not looking to push anybody into anything or, or sell things that people don't need because that's just not in our hearts we would never do that we want to we want to though offer these services and not be afraid to, you know, take the position to offer those services in a in a good way, not in a pushy way, but to know that that really can be our highest and best service to them is is just making sure we're looking out for their best interests in whatever we do. Right. And then number three, we're moving on to the costs. Right. So we've kind of just been focusing a little bit on the revenue side, you know, driving the revenue via the price, the amount of clients, et cetera. So now we're going to shift uh, away from that into the cost side of what we're doing. We've spoken previously in um, some of our podcasts, we've talked about variable and fixed costs. So again, we want to be making sure that we're, you know, aware of them, how they move, you know, what things drive them, et cetera, so that when we're making decisions in what we're going to do, that we're going to know kind of the bottom effect. Because if we just change the top without looking at what's happening at the bottom, so the top being the revenue, the bottom being the cost, and, you know, we just do one and not the other or considering the effects of the other, we may not end up with the bottom line result that we're shooting for. Right. For example. So, um, you know, one example that I kind of mentioned a little bit was 
if we're going to add a bunch of clients or customers and that's the way we're going to grow and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but we want to think about what's the cost to doing that. So what, you know, how many more team members do we need? Um, how many more administrative people do we need? You know, how much is the cost to obtain those clients or customers? And we always just want to balance that because there's no sense in getting another hundred customers if our bottom line is not going to increase the way that we want it to, right. because that's just creating more havoc <laughs> in the business yeah. and not producing the bottom line result. Whereas maybe we can look at cross-selling and upselling services to the customers that we already have, servicing them better, providing more of a value to them, and maybe making very little cost variance difference in doing so. So there's that side. So the variable cost, again, just as a reminder, is the things that typically change with your revenue. So you know, you're know you providing more patient service or more client service. You need more team members to do that. That's a variable cost, you're, what you're paying your team members. So we want to you know have a good understanding of the relationship of those things. Um, and then you've, again, got your fixed costs. So you want to be very familiar with what your fixed costs look like. And those are things like rent and certain over head costs that just are going to stay pretty stable, you know, regardless of the volume, unless you're opening a new location or doing something major. You want to understand that because, again, that, that goes into play of the you know, what are your, your price points looking like and making sure that you're, you're including enough in there to cover those costs for your business as well. So and knowing if those are going to be shifting or changing, obviously, for seeing that too. Right. Okay. So just to recap, our four <laughs> items that we can control that affect our profit are price, quantity, variable costs, and fixed costs. So once we have a handle on all of those, we know what they are, we have some ideas maybe on how we want to change those, what's the next step? I think the next step, and actually as you were talking, I was thinking about that too. So the next step is to kind of go into a little bit of a budgeting, even if it's not uh, you know overly detailed. But uh, again, we talk about the strategic planning section. I think you should, should have a budget and this is all coming back around to that budget. But having that in place so that you're estimating what those costs are going to look like. And then you can see if you're on track or not as you go forward, because uh, you want to make sure that if, you know, your costs are increasing where you didn't expect them to, you can go look at why is that, you know, Mm. somebody just did a price raise on what you're paying for and is that okay or not? Or maybe we need to look for some other options as far as that goes. But again, just being aware of those and, and doing a budget to actual analysis, you know, on a monthly basis really helps just kind of see if things are in line with what you expected when you set all this in place so that you're expecting a certain profit margin and you're actually going to be hitting that and not missing the target. Right. So. Okay. And and in doing some of those analysis and in again looking at the variable costs, one thing I want to emphasize and that I I find myself working a lot with clients on is understanding managing by percentages. So you have your profit and loss statement, your income statement, whatever you'd like to call it, and that we look at the actual numbers, course budget, you know, what are we actually looking to spend? But we also want to be looking at things like what percentage are we paying for our team members of our overall revenues? And we want to make sure that those percentages are staying in line from year to year. So maybe we're growing a lot this mm-hmm. year. So our, our dollar figures are going to be very different from last year. But right. we want to make sure that from a percentage perspective that we have certain tolerances in place. Okay, we're, we're okay with this percentage in this arena 
we're okay with paying our team this percentage. But if it, that starts to skew, then it could mean that, again, we're producing a lot more top line, but it's going, it's all going out the door and we're not hitting our profit on the bottom. So watching those percentages in the variable cost and, and in the fixed cost uh, items as well, we want to just be managing more from a perspective of percentages, in, especially in a growth phase, because it's going to be much more meaningful than, than just the dollar figures, because they may not be at all comparable this year to last year, for example. Yeah, I think that's really smart in in any kind of analysis, you know, like applying that on the marketing side too is, you know, looking at website analytics or things like that, you know, it's easy to compare and, and look at, you know, oh, we got so many more visitors, but, you know, if you're doing paid ads or something like that, does it really justify the amount that you spent in Google AdWords or whatever it is? So you have to look at that and compare those percentages and make sure that overall, you know, you're not just getting distracted by, you know, a thousand more visitors or whatever it may be without looking at the other end of it. So that's, that's smart. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we um, also recommend again, you know, looking at an industry analysis to help you set those percentages, like maybe you don't know what those should look like. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got some historical information on how the business is run, but it's good to know in your industry, typical percentages, what people run so that you that'll help you kind of gauge where you should be um, and where you'd like to set your tolerances. So that's a good way to kind of go about that. Okay. As far as analyzing all of these things and taking a look at your budget, you would you say a monthly basis is often enough to look at it or does it depend maybe on the item that you're analyzing? Yeah, it does depend a little bit on the item that you're analyzing. And that kind of plays into the KPIs, which we'll be talking uh, briefly about again a little bit here. But typically, as far as monitoring things like your budget to actuals for certain line items on your profit and loss statement, so your expense, you know, that you want at a certain amount per month, I typically look at those on a monthly basis because you're going to have some ebbs and flows a little bit in that. So we look at month to date, year to date, Mm -hmm. so we can kind of see what that balance looks like because you know, maybe certain expenses are higher certain months and lower other months. But in order to make adjustments for that, looking at it, at it on a monthly and year-to-date basis is going to help you see if you're on track or not. You're probably not going to see that as much okay. mid-month in, in just looking at it from that perspective. You know, you do want to monitor your KPIs, which are kind of... Uh, a little more specific drivers for those things, probably more mm-hmm. regularly. But as far as, you know, the actual just budget to actual, and if you're on track monthly, is typically a good way to look at that. Okay. And we're going to loop back to our strategic planning series. And the reason that we started with that 10-part series is because it is so crucial to running your business and having all of that on paper. And let's speak a little bit to how this ties in to that strategic planning. Yeah. So again, you know, um, you know, as we talked about before, we need a roadmap, right? So we're talking about profit here, and it's an important thing in business. You need profits to continue growing, to push forward, to give back, you know, for a lot of reasons, to pay yourself, obviously, as the business owner as well. But you need a roadmap to that. So you can't just expect that you're just going to make profit you know, without having a plan, right? So again, it kind of loops back into what we're talking about here is specifically relating to profit, but it loops back into doing that strategic plan, doing a budget, you know, having that roadmap in place so that you can get the profits that you want to get to. So again, it's just kind of going back to that same thing is 
you got to have a plan. You have you have to have an analysis and a plan in order to reach those goals in anything that you're doing in business. Yeah. And just for reference, too, as you're listening, and if you are interested in learning more about strategic budgeting, we talk about that in episode four. And then I know, Katina, you mentioned KPIs as well. And we talk about those in episode number eight. So if you are interested in getting more information, getting more granular on those topics, go ahead and jump back and listen to those because those will help you in establishing those things and working through them. So if you liked this topic and you're interested in learning more ways that you can grow your business, we are offering our free webinar. It's called The Four Ways You Can Grow Your Business, and you can get that for free at pjscpas.com forward slash four dash ways. Thanks again for joining us. That is all we have for you today. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.